Frank, was that the toilet? Yeah, obviously, Mark. You were in there for a bit. What are you, the time police? That's not what they do. Who? The time police. They don't time people. Whatever. What are you up my A for? I think you took a number two. I did. On the new toilet. I guess so. There's no need to guess. You know it's a new toilet. Look, dude, we have one bathroom. What do you want me to do? There's a Denny's right down the street. And they don't ask any questions. Questions about what? That's the point. They don't ask any questions. I'm not using a Denny's bathroom. You're not better than a Denny's. I'm not saying I... I'm not saying I am. I'm just not going to leave our house to crap at a Denny's. I bought that toilet. I know. I installed it too. Because you ruined the last toilet. I had a series of parasites. You know that, Frank. What is this about, Mark? I wanted to break in the new toilet. It's always been kind of a rite of passage for me. Oh, really? Yeah, really. I always wanted to when I was a kid, but my dad wouldn't let me. He'd always say, if you went out and bought this toilet and installed it yourself, then you'd be taking this first dump right now. Wait, were you in the bathroom with him? I remember the times when Pa would install a new toilet, and just the sight of it would give me and Ma the urge. So we'd all pile into the family Buick and head to Denny's, the one in Roseville. We'd pull into the parking lot and Dad would say, Don't worry, they don't ask any questions. How often was your family installing new toilets? Anyway, I know it's dumb, but I'm sorry for being such an ass. No, it's okay. I had no idea how much this meant to you. Yeah, but... I'm sure there will be another chance. Yeah, there sure as hell will be. Get your jacket. Where are we going? The toilet shop. Frank, you mean it? I do, Mark. And heck, we'll even stop at the Denny's on the way back, just in case. You're listening to the Spring Garden Enough Sketch Comedy Podcast. We get it. The Bernstein's Law Firm can get you a settlement of $1.7 million. Or $2.4 million. Or maybe more. I don't know. They're pretty big time. But what they offer at Derek's Law Shop is settlements like 100 bucks Or 50 bucks. What about 12 bucks? Maybe whatever happened wasn't that bad. You're basically fine. So you're only looking for 14 bucks, which is why Derek's Law Shop has got you covered. Derek's Law Shop is basically on the corner of Shaner and Grosbeck. Again, if you think whatever happened to you is worth more than a thousand bucks, then you should definitely call those eggheads over at Bernstein's. But if you're like Derek's clients and whatever beef you got is worth more like, I don't know, 37 bucks? You know, like 37 bucks and maybe you get your parking validated and you all call it even? If that sounds good, then give them a call at Derek's Law Shop. Honestly, it's basically right where Shaner meets Grossbeck. Get to there and you'll see the office. 
And yeah, he's a lawyer. Hello, my name is Harry George IV, and this is a sneaky peek of my new podcast called London Bridge Ain't Falling Down and Other Oaxes with Harry George IV. I'm going to cover all the topics the BBC is too afraid to touch. For instance, if global warming is real, then why is it that last January we was nil below Celsius for a week straight? I mean, my neighbour's main shite pipe froze, but every time I put on the BBC, I got to hear about how bloody warm it is. And I'm walking around and freezing me way Ronies off all the time. Bolex. And another thing, if the earth is round, then why can't I see the edge of it? I mean, all the scientists in the world can't explain that one, not even if they put their little rinky-dinky brains together in one giant jar and thought together. Not to sound crass, but blimey. Some other subjects me ain't afraid to discuss. Margaret Thatcher is not dead. She was replaced by a clone. The Queen of England died 40 years ago and was replaced by a clone. The clone of the Queen of England died 12 years ago and was replaced by a bloody robot. The Beatles never stepped foot on Abbey Road because there ain't ever been no road named Abbey. The road was cloned. If topics like this one and ones that are slightly less interesting sound interesting to you, then don't forget to subscribe to London Bridge Ain't Fallen Down and Other Oaxes with Harry George the Fourth. Look sharp, feel sharp, be sharp. Use Gillette Blue Blades with the sharpest edges ever honed. You're listening to WAM Radio. Rusty Turkleton here, welcoming you back to the 1948 Amateur Baseball World Series in sunny Hamtramck. It's the bottom of the third inning, and the Beavers, who trail the Falcons 0-3, are up to bat. Leading off is Homeless Joe Jackson, who's having an excellent postseason. Homeless Joe steps to home plate and taps each corner of his bat not once, not thrice, but 18 times. Goes without saying that his time on the rails made him a superstitious man. Journeyman pitcher Mort Dingman shakes off the first couple signs from the catcher, but has settled on something he likes. He takes a deep breath. Here comes a wind-up, and wait a second. Homeless Joe has stepped out of the batter's box. He's removed his hat. He's holding it out towards the umpire, I think. Yeah, yes, I'm quite sure he's asking for spare change. Homeless Joe is insisting he's not trying to scam anyone, but he has a flat tire, his wife is in labor, and he desperately needs to get out to Pontiac, Michigan. Oh, my. He's lost his wallet, but insists he only needs a buck fifty to get a bus transfer. Digman has uh, stepped off the pitcher's mound, is approaching home plate. He says Homeless Joe told him the same story in yesterday's doubleheader. Oh boy, it looks like the catcher's reaching into his pocket, and yep, 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 he's going to give Jackson some change and try to get this at-bat over with. Homeless Joe has the money, he's headed to the dugout, and appears play can resume. Wait, he's coming back with a bottle of Mad Dog 2020, the umpire is not happy, and oh boy, now Homeless Joe is urinating on home plate. This is an incredible play by Jackson. As a home plate now belongs to him, he owns it. 
an arcane rule of amateur baseball that homeless Joe may or may not have known before urinating home plate is his new home. And that, of course, means an abrupt but fair end to the game. The Beavers are champions. The Beavers are champions. And this is Rusty Turkleton saying farewell and God bless. Spring Garden and Neff Season 2 Episode 1 is in the books! Hi everyone, I'm Matt Penridge. I created this podcast and I wrote this episode, which included performances by THE Mitch Sosha, THE Travis Pelto, and THE Mike McGettigan. Not to mention the song Tokyo Bars from THE band Hawkinson. For longtime fans, thanks a shit ton for your continued fandom. For new listeners, welcome to the pod! Give season one a listen. It's still fresh. I promise. And everyone's still listening. Please spread the word about Spring Garden and Neff.